You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. I'm really very excited today because we are starting a new series entitled Truth Be Told. So, marami bang nakarelate dun sa makinilya? Wow. <laughs> Parang inabot natin computer na yun, no? So, Salamat po. Uh, at least meron pang nakakaalala dyan. Uh, I'm really excited for the next eight weeks we will be studying stories. So I'm really excited because I love stories. I love telling stories. And uh, ako, I believe, lahat naman tayong mga Pinoy mahilig sa story eh. Diba? Mga comics, pocketbook, novels, mga movie. Mahilig tayong manood ng movie. Diba? Lalo pag December, ang haba ng pila sa sinehan. Uh, teleserye. Diba? Mahilig tayo sa teleserye. Ako, Sigurado ako na simula 7pm hanggang 11pm, lahat ng mga TV ng mga Pinoy nakabukas lang. Habang kumakain, nanonood ng teleserye. Diba? Ako nga nagugulat minsan yung lola ko, gabi-gabi na lang umiiyak. Kala namin kung ano nangyayari, yung pala nanonood lang ng ang probinsyano. Hindi <laughs> ko alam kung ano nangyayari doon, pero it really makes her cry. So we love stories, diba? Uh, bukod pa nga doon, diba? Ang hilig din naman natin makialam sa storya na ibang tao. Aminin nyo yan. Diba, ultimo yung kapitbahay nyo na hindi nyo kilala, updated kayo sa buhay. Diba? So, we really love stories. It's something that we enjoy. And ako, personally, nakita ko nga, eh, uh, it wakes us up. Yung there, There's a part in our brain that works uh, every time we hear stories compared to just receiving information. Kasi, diba, pag nakikinig tayo sa storya, medyo nag-i-imagine tayo. Tapos nilalagay natin yung sarili natin dun sa sitwasyon ng taong kinukwento. Biglang maya-maya, nagagalit ka na, naiinis ka na, di ba? Para nabub- may nabubuhay din sa emosyon mo. So stories are really magical like that. And ako personally, na-experience ko siya. For those of you who don't know, uh, I'm currently enrolled in school right now sa School of Church Leadership sa Every Nation Fort. So balik, buhay estudyante ako. Uh, it's really fun. I'm meeting a lot of new people. Pero it's challenging din. Challenging kasi maaga na ako. Nagigising. Nagigising ako ngayon 4 a.m. Yeah. So, very challenging. Uh, tapos, uh, may two-hour travel going to Fort. Tapos, pagdating doon, meron kaming dalawang three-hour classes. Tapos, two hours travel na naman pa uwi. Tapos, pag uwi, gagawa ng homework. Hindi po ako nagre-reklamo. Again, it's exciting. I'm learning a lot of things. Pero, very challenging din talaga. Pero, ito yung napansin ko na very challenging talaga. Yung hirap na hirap talaga ako. Yung kakakain mo lang ng masarap na lunch. Busog na busog ka. Tapos, biglang may klase ka na attendan Kahit sino po yung nakatayo sa stage, kahit anong subject, ang lakas ng anointing. Ang lakas makasling. Pero hindi lang ako yun, ha? kasi sinisilip ko rin yung mga kaklase ko. Ako lang ba? Nagkita ko ibang pupungay na mata. Yung iba medyo nag-headbang na. Sasabi ko, I'm not alone. Thank you. So anyway, going back to stories. Kapag antok na antok na kami, all of a sudden, when the teacher tells a story, or when he shares a personal experience, big na lahat gising na naman, nakikinig. So that's the magic of stories. And ako, I believe lahat naman tayo dito, Interesado ba lahat sa gina, ginagawang mga bills ng mga Senate? Di naman, di ba? Pero dahil may hearing ngayon, may mga buhay ng tao na pinag-uusapan, lahat tutok na tutok sa live stream. So we really love stories. And this series, we will not be discussing ordinary stories lang. We will be discussing stories that were told by the greatest storyteller that walked the earth. That's none other than Jesus Christ Himself. So it's really very exciting. Um, these stories are called parables. Hindi lang po sa stories. Kasi yung parables, they are simple stories. Mga story yan tungkol sa ginagawa natin araw-araw sa buhay natin. 
But kaya title ng series natin is Truth Be Told because as Jesus is sharing these earthly stories, there is a heavenly meaning behind it. He is trying to teach us a spiritual principle. So that is what we are going to do for the next eight weeks. We will try to really uh, find out what the story behind the story is. So that's really exciting. And uh, speaking of stories na ganyan, I believe lahat naman tayo, di ba? Parati natin prayer, Lord, speak to me. Lord, guide my way. Lord, uh, just give me wisdom. We pray for that, but every time God gives us wisdom, ang ine-expect natin, spoon-feeding. Gusto natin, kadalasan, ako personally, gusto ko, diretso na agad, ito dapat gawin mo. Pero kapag nagbibigay siya ng verse na medyo malabo, hindi hmm, yata para sa akin yan, parang di naman ako makarelate. So that's the same thing with parables. He's going to speak to us, but we really have to dig deeper. It is an invitation to dig deeper on what he is really trying to say. And ako, it reminded me of something that happened to me uh, uh, last year. Last year po, I was given a chance na sumali sa deal or no deal. So para sa mga hindi nakakaalam, it's a game show kung saan may 20 briefcases. Tapos may pera na laman yung bawat briefcase. Nagsisimula sa piso, tapos sa pinakamataas na pwede mo makuha, isang milyon. So exciting, di ba? Sabi ko, Lord, bigyan mo naman ako ng wisdom kung ano yung pipiliin kong number. Again, uh, sabi ko, Lord, pakita niyo po sa akin kung ano. I don't, ano, I don't, post lang, I'm not encouraging or endorsing na ibase niyo yung life decisions niyo ng ganon-ganon lang. Of course, our final authority is the Word of God. But it was my prayer. So I prayed a couple of days, tapos biglang na naginip ako. Again, wag po kayong magbase sa panaginip lang ha, sa life decisions niyo. Baka ako po yung sisihin niyo. Nanaginip po ako. And it was a very symbolic dream. It was a long dream. Nagsimula po siya na nakasakay ako sa lumilipad na kama. But maraming nangyari sa ending, nandun na ako sa loob ng kwarto ko. Tapos may for some reason, dun sa kama, may nakapatong na plato na puno ng barbecue. So ako, nagma- hindi ko alam kung bakit, nagmamadali ako lumabas ng kwarto. So kumuha ko ng barbecue, tapos lumabas ako ng kwarto. Tapos paglabas ko, lumapit ako sa kaibigan ko, sabi ko, uy, lima lang nakuha ko, uy. Sabi niya sa akin, five. Yan lang naman talaga yung kailangan mo. Wow. So sabi ko, gising ako, sabi ko, ano yun? So I was asking God to speak to me. May message na pinadala, pero ako sabi ko, hmm, wala lang yun. Siguro, ano lang, ako lang, I'm just thinking too much. Pero kunento ko sa kapatid ko. So sabi niya, oh yan, may number ka na, five. So lumipas ang ano, hindi ko siya, hindi na ako nag-ask uh, kay Lord, hindi na ako naghingi pa ng confirmation sa word or anything. Basta hinayaan ko na lang siya. Sabi ko, wala lang yan. So after a month, naglaro na ako ng deal or no deal. So nang pinapili ako ng number, ang pinili ko, number? Ten. So laro ako, number ten, sige. Pag, pag-uwi ko sa bahay, sabi ko sa kapatid ko, 100 lang na panalunan ko. Sabi niya, bakit? 100 na laman no number 5? Ano laman? Alam niyo po ba yung laman no number 5? Hoy, nang hinayang sila lahat. Guys, the Lord loves us. Mas higit ang pagmamahal niya sa isang milyon. Yeah. So anyway, relating this to the, the stories no parables they are they are really cryptic in meaning hindi natin makukuha agad yung meaning nila pero what we have to do is to dig deeper to ask questions to know that through this Jesus would be talking to us ako naghingi ako ng message pinabayaan ko lang pumasok dito lumabas dito now the parables i believe that he will speak to us and behind every parable there is a treasure waiting to be discovered 
panigurado po yan. The question is, are we diligent enough to find out what it is? So imagine for the next eight weeks, we will be tackling eight parables. So there's a lot of treasure to be discovered. So are you ready to do that now? Can I invite everyone to please rise as we just read? Today we will be opening with the parable of the sower and the four soils. Let's read from Luke 8, verses 4 to 8. And when a great crowd was gathering, and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable, A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot. And the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock. And as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. And some fell among the thorns. And the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into the good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for your presence. Thank you for your word that continues to speak to us, to give us life. Lord, we pray that today you open our ears, open our hearts, that we may receive fully what it is that you want to give us today. Holy Spirit, be our teacher, guide us, and Lord, please anoint me as I preach your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may all be seated. So simple story, di ba? Merong isang sower, nagtapon siya ng seeds sa iba-ibang klaseng soil nagland. Merong mga nagbunga, merong mga hindi rin. So a question, okay, so tungkol sa planting, anong ibig sabihin nun sa akin? Gusto ba ni Lord magplanta ko sa paso? Does He want me to be a farmer? What's the lesson that he's trying to teach? Good planting technique ba? And una-una, bakit planting? That is actually the key to discovering what parables mean. We have to start asking questions. Hindi lang natin siya basta pababayaan na doesn't mean anything to me. We have to start asking questions. That's the key. So first question, bakit planting? Simple lang po. Because during the time of Jesus, agriculture was a big thing. Lahat ng tao, nagtatanim. Well, yung mga bata, hindi. Pero kunwari hindi ka nagtatanim, merong tao sa bahay nyo na nagtatanim. So everyone could relate to it. Everyone knew how it was done. Siguro kung sa panahon natin ngayon, nagsabi ng parable si Jesus, baka iba yung gagamitin niya example, di ba? Uh, siguro kung sa panahon natin ngayon, pwedeng social media yung gamitin niya example. Pwedeng parable ng isang lalaki na nag-post ng photo sa Instagram. May apat siyang kaibigan. Yung unang kaibigan, nagsuscroll lang, nagsuscroll, dinaanan ng yung picture. Yung pangalawang kaibigan, nagsuscroll, nagsuscroll, nakita yung picture, uy, ganda. Scroll uli. Pangatlong kaibigan, nagsuscroll, nagsuscroll, nakita, uy, ganda. Nilike. Tapos scroll uli. Tapos yung pangapat na kaibigan, scroll, scroll, nakita, uy, ang ganda. Like. Di lang nilike, nirepost pa. Di lang nirepost, ginawa pang wallpaper. The end. Ano po ibig sabihin ng parable na yon? Hindi ko rin po alam, inibento ko lang eh. Pero kung meron tayong parable today, siguro ganun yung tunog. Pero since planting was the big thing, therefore, planting was what Jesus used. Now, the next question. Okay, planting, what does this mean to me? Paano namin i-apply yan sa buhay namin ngayon? Before we find out how we are going to apply it in our lives, when it comes to parables, ang importante po, malaman natin what was Jesus trying to say to the people during that time, to the original hearers. So now, I'd like to invite you to come with me as we go back in time. Alamin po natin, when Jesus told this parable, what was happening around him? 
So during this time, ito po yung time na Jesus' ministry was starting to pick up. Kilala na po siya ng mga tao. Everyone knew who he was and what he could do. Kumakalat na po yung mga balita that he heals people, yung mga blind nakakakita, yung mga lame nakakalakad, yung mga may leprosy napapalinis niya. And during this time, meron na rin kumakalat na balita nung uh, he was able to raise the son of a widow from the dead. So natural, kung kayo, makarinig kayong may taong ganun na nasa town nyo, hindi po ba kayo pupunta? You would want to see him. So the crowds, the people, they would usually go to where he was. So Jesus was a crowd drawer. Siyempre kasi, when he was around miracles, it was a common thing. So alam nyo na, kapag pupunta kayo doon, makakawitness ako ng miracle. And a lot of people wanted to see miracles. So a lot of people really flocked towards him. They would crowd towards him. Now you would imagine, siguro kung may taong ganun, nakakapagpagaling, ng libre, syempre lahat naman ng tao matutuwa, di ba? Pero hindi po. Just like any other story, merong mga kontrabida. Well, nung time na yon bukod po kay Satanas, nandun po yung mga Pharisees who were the religious leaders during that time. So these religious leaders, they were the keepers of the law. Sinisigurado po nila na lahat ng tao alam yung law at sumusunod sa law. Now, they were trying to do that. All of a sudden, here comes a man. The people started following him. And he started teaching the word with such authority and great power. Tapos, iba pa yung view na tinuturo ni Jesus about the law. He was uh, promoting grace. He was uh, just promoting loving God, loving your enemies. It was a very different approach. So yung dating sa mga Pharisees, kinukontra tayo nito. Iba yung tinuturo, pinapalabas, mali tayo. So medyo, sabihin lang natin na medyo may galit din sila kay Jesus. So, sila, may galit sila kay Jesus, but they were still following Him. Sumusunod pa rin siya sa kanila at pinapakinggan nila kung anong sasabihin niya because they were waiting for Him to say something wrong so that they could use it against Him. Ako, I believe noong time na to medyo umiikot rin sa ulo nila, ipapakulong ba natin to? Pa- paano ba ito mamamatay? Because yun nga eh, uh, the crowds really loved Him. And the problem with the Pharisees was, was that they refused to believe that He was the Son of God. Which was really sad kasi bukod sa mga taong sick na nagpupunta kay Jesus, there were also demon-possessed people who, who went sa mga gatherings niya. And these demons who were possessing people, they were acknowledging Him. They were saying that this is the Son of God. And they obeyed Jesus. Every time He was casting them out, they would leave. So yung mga Pharisees, hindi nila maintindihan. So sabi nila parang, wala sila ibang explanation for that power. So ang, ang kina... Uwian nila, sabi nila, may sa demonyo to. Padala to ni Satanas. So that was what they believed. So you see, um, during that time, Jesus really drew crowds towards Him. Iba-ibang klase ng tao yun nandun sa crowd. One, there were His disciples who genuinely followed Him. Who really wanted to hear what He was going to say every time. Malamang yung iba doon yung mga taong napagaling na niya dati. Tapos we have the people who were sick and possessed who went there para gumaling sila. Do they want to listen to Jesus? Probably some of them. Pero ang primary concern nila, pagalingin mo ko, kung ano yung kailangan nila. Third, we have the people na, wala, curious lang, 
yung mga usisero, di ba? Pag may God, pag kunarin may mga grupo ng taong nandun, di ba? May mga taong nangyari dyan, nangyari dyan. Sino ba yan si Jesus? Totoo ba yan? Sige nga, tinangan natin. Diba? So may mga taong, wala, usisero lang din. Then we have the Pharisees. Those people na parang, alam nyo yun yung mga tipong nasa party, nagkakasaya yung mga mababait na tao. Sila nasa isang kanto, nakaganon, may hawak na mga baso. Diba? Nakataas yung kilay. So yun sila, nagaantay na magkamali si Jesus. So we see that every time that the crowd gathered, there were a lot of people there. The people had their own reasons for being there. But Jesus, He only had one reason every time they gathered. They, he did all those things. He healed people. He spoke the word. But His primary reason was to proclaim the kingdom of God. To, to show people who He was and who sent Him. So, nung time na yon, the, the time that this happened, this parable was shared, Jesus went out of the house. Nagpunta lang siya sa shore. Siguro para magpahangin. Then the people started flocking. The people started coming to him. Nakita siya ng isa. Biglang lahat nagsunura na. So kinuyog siya. Dahil nga sobrang ng grabing tao, what he did was, sumakay siya sa barko. Tapos from there, that's when he shared this story, the parable of the sower and the poor soils. So kung makikita natin, ano, imagine nyo to. Nanggaling kayo sa malayong lugar. You, you were expecting a miracle. You were expecting something big. Then all of a sudden, yun nga eh, ang dami na ng crowd. As biglang, Jesus started speaking and he simply said, there was a sower who scattered his seeds on the field. Some fell on the pathway, the hard soil. What happened was, it did not penetrate the ground. So when people passed by, they crushed the seeds and birds took it away. Then, there, was, uh, there were seeds that dropped in the rocky ground. So the plant, it grew but because it lacked the roots, eventually, the lack of moisture killed it. Nag-dry up na matay. Then we have a group of seeds that were scattered and were, uh, that landed on the thorny soil. So the plant, it grew, but along with it, there were plants that were thorny. So the thorny plants ended up choking the plant, killing it. And then there were seeds that fell on the good soil. The plant grew. And bore fruit. Hindi lang basta bore fruit, it was a hundredfold. Then all of a sudden he says, Okay, thank you, that's all. You're dismissed, you may now go. Anong mararamdaman ninyo? Well, siguro depende sa rason nyo ng pagpunta doon. Kung yung rason nyo ng pagpunta doon, yung makiusyoso lang, siguro sasabihin nyo, yan lang pala si Jesus. Hmm, alis na ako, uwi na ako, balik na ako sa trabaho ko. Kung kayo naman yung mga pinagaling niya, pinagaling niya na kayo, you heard that, Parang feeling nyo, ano kaya yun? Okay lang, magaling na ako eh. Uwi na ako. Tapos kung kayo naman yung mga Pharisees na nagaantay na magkamali siya, wala naman siyang mali sinabi. Actually, para sa kanila siguro, bitin pa. So sila parang, halika na nga, wala naman pala sasabihin to eh. Uwi na tayo. So yung mga naiwan were the disciples and the followers of Jesus. Na in truth, sa totoo lang, hindi naman nila naintindihan kung ano yung parable. But they went to Jesus. They asked Him what it meant. And I'm thankful that they did that because personally, kung hindi niya natin tinanong yun, baka pati tayo hanggang ngayon, malito ko na ibig sabihin nun. So you see the parallel of the two stories. Diba sabi natin, um, the parable, it's an earthly story with the meaning behind it. So here we see, there were seeds. The same seed was scattered in different soil. Nagland sa different soil, iba-iba yung naging resulta. Now here we have a story. Binato sa mga tao. Iba-ibang klase ng tao. 
iba-iba din yung naging reaction. So you see the parallel between the two stories? So to understand it more, let's continue reading. Luke 8, 9 to 15. And when his disciples asked him what the parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others, they are in parables. So seeing, they may not see. And hearing, they may not understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while and in time of testing fall away. As for what fell among the thorns, there are those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. As for the good soil, there are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. So through the explanation, we can see that Jesus was talking about more than good planting techniques. He was actually showing the different ways that people receive the seed or different ways that people hear the word of God. It is the same seed. It bore fruit in some, in some it didn't. And dito naman, it's the same story. To others, it didn't mean anything. But to those who asked him what it meant, it was revealed to them. So what differed here was not the seed. Because the seed we know, nung binato siya sa good soil, it grew and bore fruit. So that wasn't the problem. What differed was the soil or the attitude of the people towards what they heard. The seed of God's truth, when in the right heart takes root, naturally bears much fruit. The treasure behind this parable is actually the value of hearing and really hearing God's word. Again, everyone heard the same story. But what they used, everyone heard it with their physical ears. Jesus said, let those who have ears, let them hear. He wasn't talking about our physical ears. He was talking about the ears of our hearts, our spiritual ears. The ears that, that hear our innermost desires. The, the ears that hear what, the thoughts on our mind. The ears, that, the ears that hear the very voice of God. Now when you look at it, now we know what it meant to the original audience. What does it mean to us now? The meaning hasn't changed. Right now, we are the crowd. The question is, what kind of soil are we? Coming here today, what was in our hearts? Are we ready to really hear the word of God? How can we be like that good soil? Question, who among you here, you want to become that good soil? I believe all of us. And yun nga makikita natin eh. The seed was potent, but it had to be combined with the good soil to be able to bear fruit. Now, can we just declare this? I have a seed. I have a good soil. Can you say that again? I have a seed. I have a good soil. Uh. 
Napasayaw kayo dyan, ano? But really, it's something to celebrate because if you have both of that, you will naturally bear fruit. Of course, we would all want to be that good soil. So the question is, how can I be that good soil? Let's go back to the different kinds of soil and see what we can learn from it. First, we have the pathway. And I call this the callous heart. Sabi din sa verse, the ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. So these are the people na pakikinggan pa lang yung salita ng Diyos, antigas na ng puso, may kontra na agad, hindi naniniwala. Actually, parang allergic sila sa salita ng Diyos. Magbanggit ka ng verse, di totoo yan. Magitin mo yung Panginoon, may galit sa puso nila. So these are the people na, well, we could say yung mga atheists or those people na may hinanakit kay Lord, yung hindi na pagbigyan, tas parang bata nagdabog, ayoko na sa'yo, hindi ka totoo. So these, these are those people, or they can also be uh, those people whose hearts are so hard already because of sin. Di ba yung sanay na sanay ka nang i-justify yung kasalanan mo? Ito, nako, bato-bato sa langit. For example na lang, uh, paninigarilyo. Alam mo nang bawal sa'yo. Tapos alam mo naman that we are to take care of our bodies. Pag may nagpapaalala sa'yo na, uy, wag ka manigarilyo, wag mo nang pakilaman. Kailangan ko to. Ay, okay lang to. Ako naman to eh, wag mo nang pakilaman. So sanay na sanay ka na to justify what you are doing. Paghainan ka ng word ni Lord, bale wala na sa'yo. Parang ano, parang pag nagigitara tayo, di ba? Sa umpisa napakasakit. Pero once tumagal ka, nagawa ka ng gawa nun, nagkakaroon ka ng mga kalyo. Pag ginagawa mo, hindi na masakit. Normal na lang sa'yo. So ganun, those are these people whose hearts are hard. But we should be careful. Kasi tayong mga Christians, those who believe Jesus, we can easily fall into this soil as well. Kapag feeling natin, ang dami na nating alam. Diba, ilang taon na akong kristyano eh. Para bulab the sower na naman, yan na naman, bayan. O kaya yung papunta pa lang sa simbahan, diba, parang, ano may umupo dun sa silya ko, itong asher na to, parang di ako kilala. Diba, yung uh, papunta ka pa lang sa simbahan, napaka-critical mo na. In fairness, nasa to na yung worship team ngayon, ha? <laughs> Tapos, uh, aakyat, yung, aakyat yung speaker, oh, hindi si Pastor Jonathan. Mas guwapo to pero mas magaling si pastor. Diba? So, kumbaga, hindi mo pineprepare yung puso mo to receive the word of God. Ang nasa utak mo, yung mga ganyang mga bagay, eto pa, pupunta sa simbahan, pero tulog. Sikuhin nyo na yung katabi nyo. Or pupunta sa simbahan, narinig ko na yung parable of the sower, magpi-Facebook na lang ako. Sikuhin nyo ulit yung katabi nyo. So yan, we could easily fall into this category if we are so prideful, we feel na alam na natin lahat, we have nothing to learn anymore. So we should be careful not to fall in this. Kasi yun nga, the moment that this, the word is planted, ang nangyayari, nagbabounce lang. Tapos yun nga, sabi, the birds come and they take it away. And you know what the birds represent? That's the enemy. That's Satan. Sabi ko nga, Buti pa si Satan, alam yung value ng word ni God. Yung mga matitigas yung puso, they don't value it. So Satan knows that this seed is a seed that can change the lives of people. This seed is the seed that can give eternal life. So siya, the moment that it lands, the first chance that he gets, he takes it away so that these people would not hear it. And when we look at it, going back to why Jesus used parables, it was actually to differentiate people. 
the parables, it was meant to reveal the secrets of the kingdom of God to those people who were ready to inquire about it, who really wanted to hear it, and those people who believe in Jesus Christ and accept Him. But it was meant to conceal these secrets from those people who rejected Jesus Christ, those people who refused to believe Him. That's why Jesus used parables. So we should be careful not to fall on this kind of soil. So what are we to do? How can we um, keep ourselves from being, from having callous hearts? Well, first thing, we have to prepare our hearts as we hear the Word of God. We need to prepare our heart to receive God's Word. And preparation, hindi po yan nangyayari dito. Preparation happens even before we come to church. Even before we come to church, we are excited. We know that God is going to speak to us. Ngayon, nauso na yung ano eh, uh, pupunta sa church, titingnan, magsispeak ba si Lord sa akin? Ay, mission series. Wala. Baka next week kausapin niya ako. God can talk to you every day, every time, whatever the topic is. The question is, are you hearing? Are you listening or are you blocking it? Bakit ko po alam yun? Ganun po kasi ako dati. So, yeah, and, and having that mindset, it stunned my growth for years. And I'm thankful now that really the Lord has been working in my heart. He has been softening it. And yeah, that's one of the things that is part of preparation as well. We should pray. And we should look at the Word of God with humility, with wisdom. So we prepare our hearts even before we go to church. We are excited. Sabi nga, di ba, our approach to God's Word, it should be, we should look at it as something that we cannot live without. Sabi sa Matthew 4.4, di ba, man shall not live by bread alone, but from every word that comes from the mouth of God. That should be our, our excitement every time we come here. And not only here in church, but every single day, we prepare our hearts as we open our Bibles. We know that God is going to speak to us. Next, the rocky soil. So it says, And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while, and in time of testing, they fall away. So ano ba nangyari dun sa plant? Uh, there were rocks under the soil. So, bumaon naman yung seed, but the rocks, they block the roots of the plant. So, ito, ito yung mga taong, uy, may promise si Lord para sa akin, ipaprosper niya raw ako, basta magbigay ako. So, excited tayo with the promises, with the blessings, pero all of a sudden, pag nagkaroon tayo ng problema, biglang, Lord, di ka naman totoo eh. Lord, ano ba to? Prinamis mo sa akin to. Yung mga naniniwala na ang buhay kristyano, walang problema. So yun yun, they receive the word with joy, attend ng church, but once a problem hits them, bitaw. The word of God, hahanap ako na ibang solusyon para sa problema ko. Or when you, once, kasi sabi dito yung testing eh, times of testing, so it can be trials, it can be persecution from other people. Pag medyo napapahiya na tayo, hindi na tayo tinatanggap ng mga kaibigan natin, di ba, ano ba yan? Hina mo na uminom, dati ikaw pa yung ano, ikaw pa yung nag bibigay sa amin ng drinks ngayon, ikaw yung umiiwas. Kasi ba parang kakakantsaw ng ganon, parang, Lord, grabe na yung persecution ngayon na lang. Sige, bibigay na ako. I will give in. Magre-repenta na ako mamaya. So, <laughs> pag medyo lasing na. So, di ba, uh, yan, biglang bumibitaw. Excited lang. This is actually the heart, the shallow heart, the convenient heart. Susundin ko lang yung salita ng Diyos kung convenient para sa akin, if it will work for me. They, they did not 
uh, consider that, of course, there's, there are also sacrifices when it comes to following Jesus. That is why our foundations, they're very important. Hindi yung makikinig lang tayo ng salita ng Diyos, then after that, oh, yun na yun, whatever was given to us. It is important that we really uh, study the Word of God. Alamin natin what is the truth. Why, why are we doing all of these things? And in the end, of course, there are laws, there are commandments, but we don't obey them to gain salvation. We obey them because we want to honor God. And in the long run, that is what will keep us from temptation, our desire to honor God. So we have to pursue God's Word. Sa Act 17, they were commended the Bereans because they, they received God's Word with eagerness. Pero hindi natigil doon. Every day, they opened their Bibles. They checked their scripture. They examined it. Seeing na, uy, totoo pala yung sinasabi ni Paul. Totoo pala yon. So lahat ng sinasabi ko dito sa inyo sa taas, huwag niyong paniwalaan agad-agad. Again, yun nga, hindi ko sinasabing mali yung ko, but it's, it's different once you know you yourself, you know where it is in the scripture, what you are believing. And we don't stop at just reading God's word. We want to know the written word, but more importantly, we want to know the living word of God. And we know that that is Jesus Christ. So we pursue a relationship with Him. Then we have the thorny soil or the divided heart. And as for what fell among the thorns, there are those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. So they are choked by the cares of this life. What are those? Uh, food, pambayad sa bills, health. Diba? Magkaroon lang ng konting problema. Uh, nako, uh, mandadaya na lang ako ng kasama ko para makukuha ko ng pera. Magnanakaw na lang ako para mabayaran ko to. Or uh, there are those na, yun, your riches of life. Of course, tayo, there, there is that um, inner desire sa atin na gusto natin yumaman tayo. Gusto natin marami tayong makuha. And yes, the Word of God is there in our hearts. We received it, we believe it. Pero ang dami niyang kahate sa throne ng puso natin. That is why in the end, ang nangyayari, we compromise. Kasi nga, meron tayong thinking na pwede ko naman pagsabay-sabayin to mga bagay na to eh. Basta nandiyan yung Word ni God, okay lang yan. Then the pleasures, of course, there's recognition from people. And there's also lust. Yung mga pleasures, short pleasures of the body that we think equate to happiness. But in truth, it leads us away from God's Word. So it keeps us, we hear the Word, we understand it, we believe it, but our hearts are shared by many other things that eventually drown the Word of God. So how are we to not be that thorny soil? I was talking about preparation a while ago. Before we even receive the Word of God, we already have set in our hearts that whatever it is, I will obey it. Whatever it is, I will put it first. Lord, if you are asking me to give up a certain sin, hindi na ako makikipag-bargain sa inyo because I know that your word is true and I will hear it. I will listen to it. We should not allow the standard of the world to dictate kung paano tayo mamubuhay. And we should not allow the world to dictate our happiness. Because at the end of the day, true happiness can only be found in Jesus Christ. And we know that as we continue to put Him first, He will provide for everything that we need. That is written in Matthew 6, 31 and 33. It says, Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? 
But seek first the kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. That is part of our preparation. Even before we receive it, we have made that decision in our mind. I will prioritize God's Word. I will pursue God's Word. I will seek to understand it. And finally, we have the good soil or the right heart, what we all want. It says in the verse, As for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the Word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. So once they received the word, those people, they held it. And they did not let go of it. They sought God. They asked for His wisdom. Lord, reveal this to us. And that was when Jesus Christ revealed it to them through the Holy Spirit, of course. He reveals it to us through the Holy Spirit. Every time we ask, every time we inquire, we ask questions not just for the sake of asking questions. We ask because we want to know, Jesus, what is it that you want to tell me today? They held it fast. And even during times of trial, even when they were persecuted, even when they were going through tough times, they still held on to it. They knew that God was faithful. They knew that the promises, they will come to see it pass because Jesus never breaks His Word. They seek to understand the Word. They seek to learn it. And even during hard times, really, they cling to the Word of God. So how will we have that right heart? The right heart is one that prepares to receive the Word. And this Word, once again, we can't say that, ah, uh, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm that hard heart. Hindi ko narinig ngayon. The fact that all of us are here right now, the fact that you are hearing this message, this is the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to speak to each and every one of us. He is inviting us to dig deeper. He's inviting us to hear, really hear with our hearts. The right heart is one that pursues the Word. It is not content with what is presented. He seeks that Jesus himself will speak to him, will speak to his heart through the written word of God. And the right heart is one that prioritizes the word. Once again, what we learn from this parable is the value of hearing. The seed of God's truth, when in the right heart takes root, naturally bears much fruit. And you know, this is actually the, the first parable and it is the only parable with an explanation. They say if you don't understand, Jesus said if you don't understand this parable, then you wouldn't understand the others. Aside from the fact that this is the only one that has an explanation, I believe that he said that because to be able to understand the other parables, we should have the right attitude, the right heart ready to hear. And once we have that, that's when the secrets of the kingdom of God will be revealed to us. We need to learn to love the word of God. It is written in Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Let us have that attitude towards the word of God. Let us seek to hear it every day. Let us seek to 
to hear from Jesus Christ himself every single day. For the next eight weeks, we will be studying parables. We will be hearing different stories from God and behind it, there's a meaning. So that is my prayer for all of us as we go on with this series. That all of us will be that good soil. That all of us will come here excited knowing that God will speak to us. Can we just all bow down our heads right now? If in your heart you are saying, Lord, I want to be the good soil. I want to be someone who really hears from you. Can you just raise your hand right now? Lord, thank you for your word for us today. Holy Spirit, thank you that you have spoken to each and every one of us. Thank you for showing us the value of hearing. Most of the time we are so um, focused on preaching your word, speaking your word, that we forget to hear from you first and foremost. You see the hands of these people that are raised up. Lord, grant the desires of their heart. Soften our hearts. Open our spiritual ears. Allow us to hear what it is that you really want to speak to us. What it is that you want to give us. And I pray that it will not happen here in church alone. Lord, my prayer is that people, these people would hear from you every single day as they open their Bibles. They would have that excitement they would have that heart to pursue your word, to really understand it. And they would have that heart to pursue that relationship with you. And even as early as now, I am thankful because I know that these people will continue to grow more in their relationship with you. And they will bear fruit, just like the one in the parable, a hundredfold. And this is not just fruit. This is not just material things. These are, these are eternal things. You will continue to allow us to become more like you. You can put your hands down now. The seed is the word of God. And it is written in John 1.1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. And the word became flesh. The most powerful seed that was given to us is actually Jesus Christ himself. He died on the cross. He took our sin. He paid for our sin. And on the third day, he rose again, allowing us to receive eternal life. At para matanggap po natin yung buhay na walang hanggan, all we need to do is to open our hearts to Jesus Christ, to invite Him in our lives. Now with all heads bowed down and all eyes closed, if you haven't surrendered your life to Christ, kung hindi nyo pa po siya naiimbitahan sa inyong puso, now is the time. The seed was thrown. How will our hearts respond? If you want to invite Jesus Christ in your life right now, I would like to invite you to just raise your hand. Hindi po kailangan mahiya. Again, don't mind the people around you. This is between you and God. It is, it is a decision that only you can make. Jesus Christ is knocking on the doors of your heart. 
if you want to invite Him to come in, if you want to surrender your life to Him, just raise your hand. Thank you for that hand. The Lord sees you. Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand. Last call. Kumakatok na po ang Panginoon natin sa pinto na inyong puso. He wants to change your life. He wants you to bear fruit. He wants you, He wants to save you from your situation right now. All you have to do is invite Him to intervene. Last call at the count of three. If you want to invite Jesus Christ in your heart, just raise your hand. One. Thank you for that hand. Two. Three. Praise God. Kung nagtaas po kayo ng kamay, I don't mean to put you on the spot. I would just like to invite you to slowly stand up from your seats. Gusto ko lamang po kayong ipanalangin. Wag po kayong mahiya. This is a decision that you are making. This is a decision that you are making for Jesus Christ. There's no need to be ashamed. Now I would just like to invite you. Sundan niyo lang po ako sa panalangin na ito. Iimbitahin po natin ng Panginoon sa ating puso. Just repeat after me. Panginoon, maraming salamat sa pagmamahal ninyo. Maraming salamat na ikaw ay bumaba mula sa langit para iligtas ako sa aking mga kasalanan. Inaamin ko na ako ay nagkasala at ngayon ay humihingi ako ng tawad sa iyo. Iniimbitahan kita na maging Diyos at tagapagligtas ng aking buhay. Maraming salamat sa inyong pagmamahal. Tinatanggap ko ang buhay na walang hanggan na inyong ibinibigay. Sa ngalan ni Jesus, Amen. Amen. Can we just give God praise?